We are brought to you today by Athletic Greens AG1. This magical green powder of 75 pristinely sourced vitamins and minerals supports your gut health, immune function, and it helps with energy, recovery, focus, and even anti-aging. These are a few of the many reasons that AG1 has become a staple part of my routine. First thing, every morning into a cold glass of water. AG1 saves me time and money by taking all the guesswork out of what vitamin stack I should be using to help optimize my health. So you can reclaim your health with convenient daily nutrition. It's easy. One scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D plus five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link and all the details for this offer are in today's show notes. It's episode 637 of the Roadman Cyclone podcast. Today I want to talk to you about a new work system I'm putting in place for 2023. Let's cue that intro! Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Roadman, welcome back. I hope you're well and truly settled in now. You've had a day to relax into 2023. 2022, it's in the rearview mirror. I want to talk briefly and expand on a tweet I put up uh, two days ago with my New Year resolutions, which resulted in me getting a lot of DMs of people sharing their New Year resolutions, wondering why I broke mine down that way. But I want to briefly just skim over those New Year resolutions, because let's be fair, who wants to hear about somebody else's New Year resolutions? And I want to go deep on one of those resolutions, and it's a new system of working, a new system of working where I'm electing to work for three weeks and take one week off each month. I know it sounds radical. I'm going to explain how I'm going to do it, why I'm doing it, and why I actually think you should consider it. Before I jump into that, let me just talk briefly about my New Year resolutions. I broke them down to different categories. So the podcast has been such a huge part of my life, a positive part of my life in 2022, really a lot more than I expected it to be. And I want to grow that in 2023. It might come as no surprise to you. So I drew up a list of dream guests for 2023. Very short list. And there's only four people on this list. I might add a fifth. I don't know why I settled on four. They were just four people that caught my eye or controversial or just entertaining characters. One, it's love him or load him. He is the boss of cycling. I grew up watching Mr. Lance Armstrong. Secondly, five-time Tour de France winner, Chris Froome. Thirdly, a podcast, which it's probably the podcast I listen to most. It's the Rich Roll podcast. I'd love to have Rich on the podcast. And finally, since I'm leaning into Twitter more these days, one of the biggest personalities on Twitter is the rapper Zuby, super health conscious mindset and he's also very famous for having outspoken views on transgender in sport i just think that'd be a fascinating interview so they're kind of my four that i really want to you know interview maybe i'll do a crowdsourced fifth do a poll over on twitter to see who it was but in addition to that i want to build a new studio for the podcast i want to up the production quality on the youtube channel and in my personal life i want to keep having amazing adventures with sarah into 2023 i want to build our dream house in Kinsale county cork overlooking the bandon river 
Health-wise, I want to continue my comeback into cycling with more gravel races around the world. I want to break 420 watts for 20 minutes, and I want to add in strength training three times a week. There we go. That was the, you know, really fast-forwarded version. I hope you weren't listening to that at 2x speed. This is what I want to dive into, the new work setup, because this is the interesting part, and I really think you should consider some of the proposals I'm putting forward in this. It's an idea to achieve a better work-life balance. Now, I've been sprinting to get this podcast off the ground for the past 12 months. There's been honestly very little difference between a weekday and a weekend. I've been up till 1am in the morning editing episodes and awake again at 7am or 6am the following day to do interviews on Australian or West Coast US time zones. It's been an absolute blast and honestly it's been a laugh a minute with Sarah since she came full time on the podcast. Taking some time over Christmas to reflect, I don't think it's going to be a pattern of work that will endure or sustain for a decade. At least I can't see it happening and sustaining for a decade without the cost being too high. By that I mean compromised health or a love for what I'm doing because I absolutely love showing up for this podcast every day. And that is my vision. I do have a long-term vision for this podcast. It's not a flash in the pan. I want something that builds and grows each year for at least a decade, if not more. I took some time to build a new system of work over the holiday period and that's what I want to share with you today and hope that it will inspire you to live in a way which encourages more balance, puts sustainability at the forefront of your thoughts, health, fun, wellness, gets them all back to the front of the agenda. Now don't worry, the podcast output isn't going to change. I'm keeping it at six days a week. It seems very popular. I actually thought about canon these shorter form solo podcasts and i polled people and i chatted to listeners and people seem to really like these sort of shorter 15 to 20 minute podcasts so they're going to stay and we're keeping it at six days a week for the moment but how we deliver those podcasts behind the scenes will change because i'm trialing a 3-1 work structure by that i mean i'm going to take three weeks of high intensity work followed by one week of rest and reflection each month by this you know by this new structure what i'm essentially doing is i'm questioning the wisdom of a monday to friday nine to five work system that was developed in an industrial age and i'm pushing back against its suitability and sustainability in this new information age i've spoken the podcast about creativity having seasons i honestly believe this to be true just like nature nature has a winter when animals and plants they hibernate or they go inwards and they shed their flowers so they can bloom in the summer I believe we need this rhythm. We need this cadence to our lives. Like, I need to read. I need to travel. I need to visit art museums. I need to go to inspiring places, have adventures, and have laughs. These will inform the conversations. They're going to bring a new depth to the conversations. Without these experiences, the podcast will eventually run out of oxygen. And once it runs out of oxygen, it'll just suffocate from creativity or lack thereof. But I have spent the past decade coaching and optimizing performance of athletes. And how we train as an athlete, it's not six hours per day, every day, at the same intensity. This wouldn't create the best version of an athlete. To borrow that uh, Joe Frio phrase from a recent podcast conversation with him, training allows the possibility for growth, and that growth is realized through recovery. So with that system, training six hours a day, every day at one speed... There's no space for growth. There's no space for recovery built in. But this is how we're working. We're working at just one speed all the time, nonstop, like a cow grazing out of a field. No potential for growth, no potential for recovery. Now, contrast contrast this to how I coach high-performing athletes, and especially athletes that have knocked it out of the park for us in the past decade. 
We have hard periods of intense work followed by deload, decompression or recovery phases. The most popular of this being Joe Friel's one, where it's a traditional periodization model of three weeks on and one week deload. Now, think about this. This makes intuitive sense. In a labor market, input and output, they don't have a linear relationship. Someone who works 80 hours a week in a factory will tell you this. Leverage matters in the labor market. Leverage can come in the form of relationships, capital, knowledge. These all all really, really matter. At the moment, I've mentioned a bunch of times that we're trying to aggregate our podcast audience and bring it across to Twitter so we can have a two-way dialogue. So what's the best way for me to grow a Twitter account? Well, spend 10 hours a day tweeting and hope that my input of 10 hours a day results in an output? No, it doesn't have that linear model that we talked about. Leverage matters. So building one relationship with a big account that has one million strong following and asking them to give me a shout out, that's going to be a much faster, better way to achieve the output I want of growing my Twitter audience. Working smarter, it beats working harder every day of the week in this new information age. Another reason that I've elected for this is one week rest and reflection each month. It's going to be a valuable counterpoint to three weeks of intense work each month. But this, I mean, this new system, it's one of so many processes and systems that have shaped my life that are based on conversations from the podcast. I always say that I have strong opinions held loosely and they've really been molded and shaped by these intimate conversations six days a week. I've always loved the idea of contrast, the idea of that I get to sit out in front of a warm fire watching Netflix. That's an indescribable feeling, but I only have that joy and it only has that beauty and you know, memorable moments feeling attached to it because I've ridden in the cold, in the rain, in the misery for four hours here in Ireland. Without that pain, I don't seem to enjoy that pleasure. Without the pleasure, I can't push through the pain. Both are necessary elements. Colin O'Brady was on the podcast a while back and he spoke about being one of the first, the first, sorry, the first person in the world to row across Drake Passage. So he rode with a small crew in a pretty basic boat across Drake Passage and they endured shocking, terrible weather on the way. It's a really great podcast to go back and listen to. At one point, they were locked underneath in the sort of hold part of the boat. It was too dangerous to row, so they just had to go into this crawl space. So he was in there with another man, basically spooning him for days on end. Very limited food supply, tiny bit of water. They had to defecate and urinate on top of each other. They were puking on top of each other from seasick. Tiny crawl space. You can imagine the smell in there, the misery in there from seasick. He said one of the worst, if not the worst experience of his entire life. The storm eventually subsided and they emerged from the crawl space. And he emerged just in time to see the sun rising over the harbour. And he said it's the most beautiful sight he's ever experienced in his life. But his hypothesis was one wasn't possible without the other. That still calm water wasn't possible to be enjoyed in the same way without the storm prior to it. That's exactly what I feel. This sort of three to one setup It's putting contrast into my work life. Contrast is something I know that works really well for me on a micro daily level. And it's allowing me to put this into place on a macro work structure. The week off will allow me to pick up my head, to step back, to evaluate what's worked, see where we can double down, to see what's not working so I can spend less focus and energy there. 
also, and this is probably a third reason, I haven't even taught this one out too well, but as I'm talking, I've realized that tasks always seem to expand for me to the time allocated to them. But at that, I mean, I was always a good man for working to a deadline when I was in college. But give me open-ended projects and task creep just comes in bad. Having that three-week sprint block as a mini little finish line, an intermediate sprint, if you will, I hope this will have me hustling right up until the deadline of the three weeks each time, achieving more in three weeks than I've previously achieved in four. So that's the plan. So starting now, we're going to have three weeks work with clearly defined outcomes in those three weeks period, and then a one week period to assess whether it's working. We're trialing this for at least January, February, March to give it a chance. There's no point in trying it for like a month and then fall into pieces and saying it didn't work. If my hypothesis is totally flawed, and this is a complete train wreck, well, I'm going to go back to the drawing board in April. But my hope is this is something we can stick with. Now, I'm sharing this with you in the hope that you'll give it a try. If that's within your power, please do give it a try. If not, maybe this conversation just ignites spark to more critically analyze your work-life balance. And how each of those fit into your goals and the vision you have and the idea of you being the hero in your own story. How do they all fit together? And maybe, just maybe, this podcast answers that age-old question of are we working to live or are we living to work? Roadmen, thanks for tuning in and I'm going to chat to you again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Have you ever wondered how good you could actually be? Each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work, family and social obligations, but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling. Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this is what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals. Go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.